I thought about, and it kind of fits everything that has been sung already and said already in the service. But I thought about here in, in this psalm, these first two verses. There's a phrase that's repeated twice. And the psalmist said, if it had not been the Lord, we could stop right there. Add anything you want to add to it, and the statement would be right. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, now I understand that this Old Testament Scripture and the context application is to Israel, but we can make spiritual application to us tonight as the people of God. He says again in verse number 2, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had. Now, he's using language we might not use too much. What he's saying is this would have happened had it not been for the Lord. He said if it hadn't been for the Lord, we would have been swallowed up by our enemy in verse number 3. In verse number 4, he said we would have been swept away by the waters of life. It doesn't matter, and I'm preaching to folks tonight or talking to folks tonight, no doubt you've been in situations enough that if it had not been the Lord, it would have swept you away. It would have swept you off your feet and took you downstream somewhere you didn't know about. I thought about the first thing come to my mind. I'm just going to try to follow the Lord tonight. I thought about old Paul over there in Acts 27. He said for 14 days and nights we were driven up and down the coast of Adria. He said we didn't have a clue where we was at. And if it hadn't been the Lord, Paul would have never survived the Eurocodon storm. I'm going to tell you, I can look back over some days in my life that I felt like Paul, driven up and down and thought I'd never survive. But I'm here to tell you tonight, I would not have survived had it not been the Lord. I'm preaching to folks tonight, you've been where I'm talking about, where the stream was bigger than you were, the waters were deeper than you could swim in. This current was too swift for you to make it across and it would have went over you and swept you downstream. You didn't have the power to stand up against it. You didn't have the power to cross it. I thought about the children of Israel when they come to Jordan and it was a harvest time. Jordan overflowed its banks. If you study the history, literally they tell me that it had three rivers when Jordan swelled. There's one on the left side, one on the right, and one where Jordan always flowed. And it was so big, they come to it and said, we'll never make it across. They were headed to the land God promised them but there was a river in the way I'm telling you there have been days in my life I've stopped in my tracks and said God I'm trying my best to follow you and go the direction you want me to go but there's an obstacle in my way and I can't stand it I can't go across it there's no way for me to make it the Bible said the Lord spoke to Joshua and said tell the priest to pick up the ark and to step in the water and he said when their feet he touched the breath of the water. He said, I'll cut her off and she'll stand up on a heap. I don't know if you've ever thought about that or not, but Jordan flows toward the south. And if they were going to cross, the water's coming downstream. And if God stood it up, the whole time it's flowing, it's getting taller and taller and taller. But it's no 
match for God's hand. It don't matter how long the Jordan flows. It don't matter how high the heat gets. I'm glad God can make a way for us to go across on dry land. Oh yeah. The Bible said when the children of Israel got down to the Red Sea, I hadn't thought about this today, but it's coming to my heart and I'm glad for it. They got down there and they had Pharaoh behind and the Red Sea before. They said, we don't know what we're going to do. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, stretch your rod out over the sea and tell the people to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And the Bible said, one blast of his nostrils and he parted the water. And the psalmist said that the waters were congealed on either side. They stood up like walls on either side and they passed through the midst of the see. That's what Paul said. He said, you all know how our fathers passed through the midst of the sea. Somebody said it wasn't too deep. Well, it was awful deep at ground Pharaoh and his armies when it closed back together. But I'm telling you, there's no sea too deep, no river too wide, no mountain too tall, no valley too dark, that God can't make a way for you to get through it. Oh, if it was up to us, we'd all perish. But we can all say tonight, if it had not been the Lord, we'd be in much different shape than we are tonight. But the flip side to that is what excites my heart. Because of the Lord, I'm here tonight. Because of the Lord, I'm saved tonight. Because of the Lord, I'm rejoicing in my spirit tonight. Because of the Lord, I have what I have. It's my grace that I am what I am. I know I ain't much, but thank God I am something in the eyes of God tonight. He said, if it hadn't been for him, but I'm glad I can say since it was because of him, I made it through. I thought about, we was down there in Alabama just a few weeks ago, I guess, maybe it was on Wednesday night, and the Lord passed by, and uh, they got to singing, I know how I made it. I made it by grace. And I'm telling you, that writer said, I live each day in victory because of the one who lives in me. See, if I'm going to take this verse right here, and you can apply it to wherever you're living right now. If I take this verse, I would have to say, if it had not been the Lord, I couldn't live in victory. I would live in defeat all the days of my life in discouragement and despair with no hope or no help. But I'm glad because of Him that there's victory inside me. It ain't because of who I am as far as I'm concerned, but it is because of who I am as far as He's concerned. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a nothing and a nobody. But as far as He's concerned, I'm a child of the King. I'm glad I know that with all that's in inside of me. He owns everything. I remember being in a meeting one time. I guess he's at another church I was pastoring. Brother Hanley Milby rode up the up the holler there where the church was. He looked across. He said, my Bible said that God owns the cattle of a thousand hills. And he said he owns these hills too. And he kicked up his heels and he shouted. And he said, that means I own part of this holler. He said, I ain't never been here before. But he said, my father owns it. He said, I am not going inherit it because he ain't never going to die but I'm glad to get to draw interest on it. I'm telling you tonight I'm glad because of him I got everything I could ever need and more. Yes, brother. 
I'm amazed at the fact that we come to the altar and we don't have no trouble trusting God with our eternal soul. But then it seems like we got trouble trusting God with every other problem that ever comes our way. I'm trying to tell you tonight, if you'd look back on your days, you could say with the psalmist here, now the one writing this is David. He knew something about what he was writing about. He wasn't just writing for the language to sound pretty. He was writing about things he had experienced. And I was reading after a writer, and I like what they said. He said, I ain't sure when David wrote this. If it was when he was fleeing from the Philistines. If it was when he was fleeing from Saul. If it was when he was fleeing from Absalom. If it was some of the down times in his ministry and in his kingship. He said it really doesn't matter when. He said it's not about the whens. He said I don't know where David was. It could have been in the cave of Adullam when he was afraid for his life. He could have been sitting on the throne looking around and seeing all the misery and the heartache in the kingdom. It could have been when he crossed the brook Kidron and went up the Mount of Olives weeping with his head covered because of Absalom. I don't know where he wrote it, but it doesn't make any difference where he wrote it. And it doesn't make any difference when he wrote it. But what makes a difference is who the one is that he's writing about. That's what makes a difference. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what area of life you're in. But it makes no difference to God. He's still the same. If everything's going good, if everything's falling to pieces, if you're on the mountaintop, if you're in the darkest valley, if you're rejoicing in glory, or if you're dragging your tax out, I'm telling you, it's still God tonight. And if it hadn't been for Him, we'd have been swallowed up, swept away. He said the proud waters had gone over our soul Blessed be the Lord. Boy, I like that, don't you? Who hath not. I'm glad for some things He has done, but I'm glad for some things He's kept from happening. You and I have no idea what all He's withheld from us. You and I have no, and I'm not trying to stir your emotions tonight, but it ought to do something in you to know how many times going down the road you were that close to eternity. And the hand of God kept you saved. He said, blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. I'm glad He didn't save us and leave us and tell us to fend for ourselves, make it the best we could. He didn't give us to the enemy. He's keeping us all along the way. He said, our souls escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare's broken and we're escaped. The psalmist did not say he set us free out of the snare. He said he broke it. It was the will of God and the mind of God for us to never come back in that snare again. Thank God. I'm glad he's the master breaker. Oh, we could think about a lot of things. I've heard people say he's a master fixer. I'm glad he can fix anything that's broke. But I'm here to tell you, thank God tonight, he's a master breaker. He can break any tie that binds you, any snare that holds you, any power that held you at bay. I'm glad he can break all the snares of the enemy. Yes, brother. And then here's what he said, and I'm done. Our help is in the name of the Lord which made heaven 
and earth. Our help. Not just my help. I'm glad He is my help. And that's why I'm rejoicing tonight. I'm not just rejoicing because He's my help. I'm rejoicing because He's your help. He's ours. If you're saved tonight, He's your help. Now if you study this psalm, and I'll end with this and I'm done. I didn't know whether I should mention it or not, but it's on my heart so I'm going to say it. If you study this psalm, the head and above it, it says a song of degrees. Song of ascent, song of going up. This was one of the songs they would sing on their way to worship. When Jews from all across the land gather together, that's why the, the psalm is written. Before this, it says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That's a song of ascents. Psalm 133 is a song of ascents. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. All these Jews had come, left their their, uh, land behind and had come out of where they were living and headed toward Jerusalem. And they were falling in line one with another. It didn't matter what their name was. didn't matter what money they had, what money they didn't have. The only thing that mattered on this day is they were a part of the people of God. And he said, our help. He said in verse 1, if it had not been the Lord, now may Israel say. He didn't say a specific tribe or a specific group of people. He identified all the people of God. He said, if you're big, if you're little, if you're rich, if you're poor, if you're strong, if you're weak, if you have, if you have not, if you've been to Jerusalem before, if you've never been, if you're familiar with worship, if this is your first time, if you have something to offer, if you don't have anything to offer, he said, no matter who you are, where you're from, as long as you're the people of God, he's our help. I'm glad He's not just our help when things are going good. He's not just our help when we've done good. And I know there's none good and I understand all that, but you understand what I'm saying. He's not just our help when everything in our life we're doing right, we're reading our Bible, we're praying, we're spending time with God, we're close. I'm glad He's not just our help then. But there have been a whole lot of times I ain't read like I should or prayed like I should or been devoted like I should or faithful like I should or come to the house of God like I should. And I've still found Him to be my help. There have been times I wanted to preach and He was my help. And if I'd be real honest with you tonight, there have been a few times I didn't want to preach. But He's been my help. And I can say with the psalmist tonight, if it hadn't been the Lord... If it had not been the Lord, I can say, you can say, if He wasn't on our side, we'd all be in a mess. But I'm glad I can also say because He is the Lord and because He is on my side, I'm glad I'm here tonight. I'm glad the reason I feel, and I know it ain't all about feelings, but I'm glad for some feelings. The reason I feel what I feel tonight is because of Him. It ain't because of me. Ain't because I've been perfect this week. Ain't because I've done everything right this week. It's because of Him. If it had not been for the Lord, it's just been another service, another routine, another rut and go to the house. But thank God because it is the Lord, it's not been. It's been joy in my heart.
We got up here singing. I got to looking across the congregation. Folks had smiles on their faces. Boy, it's good. It's just good to be in the house of God. It's good to be glad. I'm glad that I'm glad to be in the house of God. I'm glad you're glad. To be, it doesn't mean that everything in your weeks went right, but there's just something about walking through that door. And it ain't about the building. And it, I know all none of that matters. We get too caught up in buildings. And it ain't about that, but we've come tonight for one purpose and one purpose. And really, if I was to say it correctly, I need to say we've come for one person and one person only. And that person showed up and he's put a smile in my, in my heart and a smile on my face and joy in my soul. I don't want to be in my house of God. I'm glad to be here tonight and I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we're here together. I'm glad we've sung tonight about the dearest friend we ever had. I'm glad we've sung tonight about His amazing grace. I'm just glad. I'm glad the Lord's on my side. That makes all the difference. I'm glad he's on my side. If he hadn't been, I wouldn't be here tonight. And neither would you. But I am here because he is and has been. And he's took care of me. There'd been many a time the enemy would have overtook. Many a time situations would have swept me down river. Many a time I wouldn't have made it through what I was going through had it not been for the Lord. But because of him tonight, as the writer said, I know how I've made it. I've made it by grace. We sung tonight, it's grace that's brought me safe thus far. And it'll be grace that leads me home. I'm glad tonight He's the Lord. And I'm glad I know Him. Father, I thank You tonight for this privilege, opportunity, Lord, to have been in the house of God. What a joy. Lord, just a joy to be in the house of God. I thank You for it. I thank you, Lord, tonight that I'm saved and that I'm a part of the family. Lord, there wouldn't be this joy if I wasn't a part of the family. I'm glad, Lord, you come where I was one blessed night. 